What up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Devine. It's your boy, Lou. And you are now tuning in to the Divine and Lou show. So sit back. Hey, hey, let's get something right. When, when when whoever is calling, they need to. I need the headline. When 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 I'm the main voice, cause I'm the. I feel like the head honcho right now. So let me do that next time. Cause I can. You want some? You want some muffled action? <laughs> it's a joke, man. It's a joke. <laughs> you you a little muffled over there, dog. You you need to let me handle that next time. <laughs> Till you till you get in person, man. You know you're a busy man over there. You know doing all your school and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Dog, man, that's a kick in my tail, man. So let me relieve you of your stress. It's kicking your tail, huh? Kicking my butt. Hey, you good though, man? You over there getting all A's and stuff. That's all that matter. Dog, I probably printed out about uh, probably a hundred pages of some stuff in my English class today, and it was just I was like, man, like this is a lot. You the man for the job, man. You are the man for the job. You already know, man. But what's going on in life? How's everything going? Ah, it's going, it's going wonderful. You know, and this is what you're gonna love about what you're doing. This is what I love about life right now. It seems like the busier you get, the more and more you want to get even more busier. And um, I'm happy for you, man. I know it's gonna continue to grow with you. The busyness, because, man, I look back on my younger days and I think to myself, like, dude, you you really wasted a lot of time. And I feel like that's why I overcompensate myself with busyness now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm loving it, man. I don't think it's that, man. I think it's that. Like, you know, and I feel like a lot of people that listen could, could relate to this. When we was younger, it's just like we never – it's like we really just never try to apply ourselves. You say that, but it's it's youngins out there doing that though. They doing exactly what we doing now. So definitely, you know what I'm saying. I feel like, <laughs> but when you look at when you look at the generational change, this is this particular this generation that's coming up. They have a lot more. They have a lot more opportunities to do this sort of thing now as opposed to what we had ten years ago. True, but you got guys that grew up in the seventies and eighties and said the same thing about us, and it was even worse. So, you definitely right, oh, but yeah. I, I definitely, um, yeah, my issue was confidence, and I don't care who you are. If you have confidence, you'll survive in any era, and you'll be great in any era. Confidence is everything, but you know, a lot of us, it takes us a long time to realize that for one, we have it in us. And for two, that we can we can rise up to that level to to um, oh, accomplish yeah. those things. So, oh, but well, that's, hey, that's that, that's that thing where you hate when you hate when your parents was like when you think about it, like man, my parents was right, like like true. I've yeah. been doing this years ago. Better late than never. And you know, just like what we was talking about yesterday with the whole parent that wants their kid to be all great. Sometimes it ain't even a matter of them wanting them to. Um, or 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 them basically wanting to live through their kids. Some of it is just disappointment in themselves and them trying to basically tell their kids, like, look, dude, this is what I could have been. This is what I could have done, you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to get you to do it because you'll reap the benefits from it, not me. I can push you as hard as I possibly can, 
You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to reap none of those benefits. You're going to get the glory. You're going to get the honor in that whole deal. But, you know, some some of them, don't get me wrong, some of them are like, yeah, I'm, I'm about to hit a lick. You know what I mean? But, I mean, some of them I really, I really do believe that, like, you, you. The biggest example, my fault, bro, go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. You know, one of the biggest examples of parents trying to live through their children is, you know, you've seen it before, bro. You know those uh, pageant shows where the mom is, like, signing their daughters up for, like, every beauty pageant on a man. And you just like, okay, mom, like, we know you really just doing this because, like, you trying to live your fantasies out through your child. Yeah. And... And, like, I just, I think that's so relevant because, like, even, like, my mom, uh, she told me something a few weeks ago, bro. She said that uh, back when she was younger, she didn't, you know, she didn't apply herself when it came to, like, the school and stuff like that, going to college, you know, everything. Her life took a different turn. She was always just kind of waiting. For those of you that don't know, my mom is a very well-accomplished singer uh, in the church world. And she said she used to always just wait for her, like, I'm going to blow up. I'm going to blow up. And it's funny because me and you actually just had that conversation the other day. Bro, why she didn't go on, uh, why she didn't go on, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, uh, Sunday best. Yeah. Why she didn't go on there? Uh, you know, at that point, man, I'm not going to say that my mom gave up because I don't think she's ever going to give up on her dream when it comes to singing and stuff. But, you know, my mom actually did a singing competition uh, before Sunday Best even existed, where she met, like, people like Byron Cage and, and Kirk Franklin. Like, she, she met these people, you know, during these competitions. She did that before. And I always try to, I always try to say, Mom, you should just go on this show. You should go on that <laughs> show. And she always like, no, nah, I'm, not, I'm not into that, the competition thing. Like, you know, I think she'd rather do it naturally. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's understandable, man. Like, she should have, though, man. That, and she still can. That's what's crazy about life. Yeah, I mean, hey, Mama, if, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, you know, Mama Sue is one of my mom's best friends. Uh, yeah. Hey, but I look. I learned the other day that she is a huge basketball fan. Hey, look, that's cool and all, but I'm going to be petty right now. And, you know, I'm going to just put it out there. Look, my mama can sing better than your mama, but we ain't going to speak on that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, if you know my mom got you on the text, so you know soon as you hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, hey, let me tell you something though, bro. Let me though, let me tell you something though. It's something about a joyful, a joyful noise that it just it's no compete in it. You know what I'm saying? When you singing, especially like our moms, how they sing for the Lord. It's no compete in it. You know what I mean? It's just a joyful noise. It ain't no. Oh, have you ever noticed that though? Don't nobody ever talk about. Hey, is Kirk Franklin better or is Fred Hammond better? You know what I'm saying? Or or uh, uh, uh you know all them, huh? Although Kirk Franklin is one of the most accomplished gospel artists of our like our time. I'm just you get my drift. You get my drift. Well, I know what you're saying. Yeah, there's no there's there's no real compete in it. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody is. You got a point. You definitely got a point there. Hey, we gonna watch this. Show but, but who praises the Lord better? But, but it it is what is that's what it's purpose for. And I mean, you know, um, man, I think, yeah, dude. I mean, Sue is a prime example of you know 
There is incredible talent everywhere. I don't just like to say be one of them cats. Oh, there's so much talent in Midland. Dude, there's talent everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But it's only a select few that takes their talent and does something with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. I'm quite positive it was 30, 40, 40 more women that were probably better singers than Sue. But guess what? Sue was the one that had the confidence to get up out of here and do something with it. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah, man. at the end of the day, they're going to respect who they saw, not who, not who was... Who was talked about? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But and that, that actually speaks to exactly what you was just saying about just having the confidence to do something. Because you know, I go to the same church as, as uh, Miss Sue. You know, and and she didn't win the show, but she became such a well-known person. I mean, she's a well-known person within the Midland area just due to her storytelling. And, you know, her involvement with the children of, you know, today. And I just think, I and I, I really just want to, I'm going to shout her out for that, just for just being successful in her own right. And just showing that confidence prevails over everything. Definitely. Definitely, man. Definitely. And, you know, it reverts back to what we were talking about yesterday, about the whole, like, you know, guys have tremendous talent, but they don't want to get, they ACT right and they S A S C what what is it the the A S A T and the A C T yeah yeah they yeah. don't want to get those things in line so another guy that maybe not as talented as you but they have their grades right they make it and you don't dude nobody cares about you that's just the that's the harsh world that we live in nobody cares about you and I can't wait until we have our first little youngstone here we're probably gonna aim for um. McCall and Young at the uh, at, at Lee doing his thing right now because that's that's a good little kid. We need to go after him, you know what I'm saying, and, and and try to get him on. But it's a reason why, you know, these teams are showing – I mean, these uh, schools are showing interest in him because he's putting in his legwork. You know what I'm saying? These cats don't want to put in their legwork. Oh, yeah, you know, and it, it's, it's history repeats itself. You would think that – you know what I'm saying? It's, it goes back to what you said about having more resources now. But ain't it crazy how – Kids still, like, you still got those lazy kids. They want to smoke weed. They want to do, chase after girls. They want to do this, do that. Get 70s, get 65s, and barely pass. Don't even graduate. Oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? More talented than anybody you'll ever know. You know what I'm saying? And just. And that's what, uh, <laughs> and that's what my mom was saying, bro. She told me that she, she tells me and my little sister certain stuff because she doesn't want us to get complacent and lazy. Like, she used the word lazy for herself, saying, like, she was a very lazy person when it came to actually chasing her, her dream, actually getting out and doing something about it. And, you know, she don't want us to get to, you know, 45 and 50 years old and realize that we were just lazy, too. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about with, with my 20s. You know what I'm saying? It ain't so much yeah. just da- downgrading it, but, dude, you, you, you smoking reefer and you, you know, just lollygagging at – random studios recording and stuff thinking you're going to get on, bruh, I got news for you. <laughs> Good luck. You hey, know what I'm saying? You, why you put me and you on blast like that, man? Because you know that's what we was doing. <laughs> hey, look, you wasn't with me then. You wasn't, you wasn't thugging with me then. You ain't, you don't know that dub now. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't with you, but we had friends, bro. I was, I oh, was yeah. That, I was in that same, I was in that same life, man. Yeah, Midland is small. Like, I wasn't around you. Middling and small, bro, definitely. We, we was in the shack. We was in the shack every, bro, every night. Like, yeah. It didn't matter. Like, it was always we in the shack. We at this studio. We at that studio. We at my house 
because you know I had the studio set up at one time. You know, like I got I got a lot of stuff recorded with one of our mutual friends. Well, Matt, I got a lot of stuff recorded with him, just have, from the studio at my crib. You know, so it was so much different stuff. And so I, I completely I completely understand where you're coming from because like I lived that life as well. Yeah. You know, even when I linked up, even when I did link up with you uh, around that time when you was into the music industry and stuff, you know, like, hey, y'all, y'all got to understand, like, I probably tell this man about his album all the time, you know, and he the one that recorded it. I'd be like, bro, you have some bars in that album. I caught myself listening to Texas Dub, Texas Will Be <laughs> Fine the other day. Yeah. Available on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, be on the lookout for for the song, the, the gospel song, the end all gospel songs by our mothers. <laughs> yes, sir, man. Hey, we coming with that. Hey, you you joking about that? But for real, we, we really finna get in the studio. I'm finna get this dude. See, I ain't never really. We done been in the studio together, but we ain't really never put nothing down for real, for real and put it out. Yeah, so we gonna hey, we might surprise y'all too. I mean, I know some of y'all know what I can kind of do a little bit, but y'all don't. Y'all ain't really heard Devon too much. We gonna come up. We ain't coming with nothing trash. That's all. They y'all know from my my word being bond that we ain't coming with nothing trash. So you know, um, it's gonna be that Devon and Lou that. That first, that first track gonna be the theme song, man. Yeah, it's gonna be fire. I see it. We got GD3 out there, you know. I don't have <laughs> nah, you know. And even if it is, it, it's moderate. Like we don't, we ain't, we ain't no sellers over here, you know. So we try to keep it. Yeah, you know, we like try to keep it G. Like the people that you listen to these days. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, man. Anyway, um, everything else. Yeah, yeah. I know you had the uh I got the games pulled up. I know you got the games. So I'll let you uh hey. I'll let you crash into it head first, man. I'm I'm following your lead. Just introduce this, man. Guys, this is a new segment for us. Uh basically when it comes to these games, when it comes to basically anything noteworthy, mm-hmm. we're gonna start doing uh relevant or irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Uh basically I'll pose a question or I'll pose a scenario or a game. And Mr. Lou on the other side of me will tell me if it's relevant or irrelevant. And if it is relevant, he's going to tell me why. If it's irrelevant, we're just going to keep it moving and push it forward. But starting out, first first game of relevant and irrelevant, man, we're going to go ahead with the week two matchup in the NFL. It's a couple of, It's a couple of bangers on here, man. On Thursday, we have the Giants at Washington football team. Yes, sir. Um, Who you got, man? First of all, I want to say that's irrelevant. Second of all, I'm going to say I'm going to take the Giants just off the fact that they have the more stable quarterback. I know Heineke has played good, but we'll see. Um, Neither one of them are that guy, so we'll see. But it's very irrelevant. What about you? What you think? Uh, I got I got the Giants as well, man. Moving on, we got the Saints at the Panthers. Hmm. I think it's going to be closer than we think. Jameis is going to have to. This is definitely relevant. 
Jameis is definitely going to have to um, throw more yards than 150 or whatever, how, however many yards he threw for. Unless he throws for five touchdowns again. And that's not going to happen. Um, that doesn't happen. So, um, besides when it happened. <laughs> but, look, it, Sean Payton is going to have to figure out how he's going to let Jameis be Jameis but not make those same mistakes. Because you know and I know, if Jameis was throwing five touchdowns in, in with the Bucks, oh, yeah, that was 400 off the rip. You know what I'm saying? So he got to figure out how to let him rip that. Because this he is the thing. Do what? He did that before, too. Five touchdowns, but he also threw like five interceptions. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is the thing. This is the thing that people got to think about, too. Of course, running the ball, it takes off time. You know, you get time of possession on your side. But – if you're throwing for 150, how are you getting time for possession on your side? So, I need Jameis to throw for dang near 500. So, if he can do that and throw for three to five touchdowns, oh, yeah, that's a dub every time if you're not playing, you know, amongst the elite. And Sam Darnold is not the elite. But I do feel like, you know. No, nah, I was just going to say that I do feel like they can be competitive against y'all at home. Now, if this was in New Orleans, it'd be a different story. Yeah, uh, I'm going with the Saints, man. I'm the, I gotta stick with my squad. Who you got? I got the Saints by three or four points. Okay, and I will say this, man. I'm gonna go on a limb and say I feel like Jameis Winston has the talent and the ability. I feel like he's going to be one of the few quarterbacks. I feel like it might be two or three this season that actually has a game in which they throw for over 500 yards. We know Jameis is capable of these things. And, bro, you want to know what's crazy, Kyle? Look, I have to call you by your real name about this. You know what's crazy? How many people have you seen talking about Michael Thomas this week? Oh, nobody. Nobody. Nobody, exactly. Nobody, and you go talk about him because you—that's your squad. But it's like y'all got one of the best receivers coming back. You know what I'm saying? So they, (laughs) hey, bro, like, (laughs) hey, I mean, if I'm a Saints fan, I'm feeling good about our—I'm feeling good about our chances. That defense, which we spoke about this before the season, that defense is right now is top five. You know what I'm saying? So. You always gonna win with a top five defense. So, you know, um they talk about good divisions and stuff. We just won the Super Bowl. Y'all beat us twice during the regular season last year. So I don't think our division is nothing to just be sniffing over. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of people are saying our division is the best. So, you know, um, hey, if it wasn't for them stanky Falcons, you know what I'm saying, we would be elite all over. You know, but um, yeah. we'll see. We'll see how things roll. But yeah, man, I'm I'm liking y'all by about three or four points. Already then, moving Excuse on, me. man. Bengals uh, at Bears. Who you got? I'm gonna take the Bears for sure. Um, the Bengals. Yeah, the, the Bengals slid by. <laughs> I like them. They're gonna be able to put up points, but. I'm gonna tell you right now, if 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 Nagy don't bench Dalton, 
He needs to be fired mid-season. Period. So this is relevant. Yeah, very relevant. It's a it's a it's a it's a game between two teams that's probably not going to make the playoffs, but it's definitely relevant. If they don't if they don't if they don't get Fields in there, fire fire Nagy. If if Dalton come out there and play hard and and get them a dub by seven points or more, I'd be the most surprised dude on the earth. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. And you you say you got Natty? You got Natty? I got, I got the yeah. I got I got Natty, man. But I am with you on that on that um on that take on the Bears. Yeah. You can't you can't go out like that this this week. I no, no. Two, but it's also week two. Not at all. All right, man, moving on, man. Uh, Texans at the Browns, who you got, and is it relevant? This is Texans at the Browns. This is not relevant. I think the Browns will roll over them. I'm going with the Browns as well, man. Yeah, I'm going I'm to roll with the Browns. Um Sorry, Texas people, uh, but moving on, man. We're going to pass <laughs> that one because I don't even want to speak on it. Uh, Rams at Colts, who you got and is it relevant? Okay. This one, this one is kind of interesting. You got the Colts coming off a loss, obviously. You got the Rams coming off a big win. I... um. You give your spill first, and then I'll, I'll give my dig Rams, on it. Got you got the Rams? Uh, I know the Colts on paper have a really solid team, but I also know the Colts don't have the chemistry that the Rams have right now. I feel like that's going to come back and bite them. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backdoor and take the Colts. This is why. I know we're not Wentz, guys, but if you look at the the box scores, you know, um, I didn't get the chance to watch the game, the Colts and the Seahawks, but Carson Wentz, from the box score standpoint, he didn't play bad. Two touchdowns, no interceptions, 251 yards. It's, it's good enough. So um, I think they have enough rally on their defense that um, – I think people are – I like Matt Stafford a lot, but I think a lot of people are making him out to be this flawless guy that he just can't make mistakes, like, at all. You know what I mean? And I think um, I think the Colts may expose that a little bit this game. They're in, desper- they're in desperation of a win, not the Rams. So, yeah, I'm going I'm to the, the, take the Colts. They're at home. Definitely relevant. I'm sorry. Already there. Yeah. Bills at Dolphins. Is it relevant and who you got? Oh, definitely relevant. And I got the Bills in a close win. The Bills as well. Yeah. I say three points. It's not going to be a blowout by no, by no, by, by, by any means. But see, here's the thing, man. No like, blowout. What are the Dolphins? What are the Dolphins going to do defensively versus that man at the quarterback position? Hey, if they just do what them Steelers did, <laughs> they'll be all right. The Dolphins got a good defense. I'm not saying, I'm not saying they don't. Yeah. Curious. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not the biggest Josh Allen guy yet. I probably never will be because I 
Hey, bro, I'm a fan. I'm sold on it, man. Yeah, I'm definitely not. Especially after last week. You just lost to, I mean, I know a quarterback ain't going against a quarterback, but you just lost to Ben Roethlisberger, a dude that they were talking about wasn't even going to have his job after yeah. last year. You're right on that. Like, that's, yeah. that's an undeniable fact. Like, I'm not going to dispute that one. You got to have some but fight I in you. I think this kid's ceiling, bro. I think this kid's ceiling is extremely high, man. Like, you know, I think he can accomplish, I think he can accomplish more this season than he did last season. Yeah. And I think he's gonna look good doing it, man. We gonna see. I'm, just, I'm really just interested to see how his season plays out, especially after that that 264 million dollar contract that he signed. Yeah, we gonna see. We gonna see. see I, they gonna get their money's worth, man. We gonna see if they gonna get their money's worth out of it. I think he has to stop relying on his athletic ability as much, and he has to be. He has to be, in essence, more like Ben Roethlisberger. You got to stand in there. And you got to deliver yeah. that football. You oh, know, he got some weapons over there. He ain't got no, no, no. He got one of the best receivers over there. So. But you know what? You know what? You know what impresses me the most about him? It, it's basically something that goes directly against what you just said. His his accuracy on the move is almost 10 points. Like, the stuff, the stuff I saw this dude do last season, man, while running, I'm like, yo, like. It's hard. It's already hard enough to throw the football accurately in the NFL, but when you're doing this while you you strafing from left or to the right, and you delivering these accurate passes on the move, it's just. It, I feel like it just adds a whole nother level of unpredictability to his game, because now you got defenses trying to figure out. Man, we know this dude likes to throw on a run, but the problem is, even if we try to go against that. He could just take off on us. Well, he he definitely had a better year last year. Um, his last playoff game was was the Josh Allen that I know, and I just have to see it more consistently. Can he do it? Absolutely, Most you depth. know. Can he do it? Absolutely, but we just Most have to depth. see it on a more consistent basis. If I'm a guy like him, I'm looking at Tom Brady film. Drew Brees film, just the greats films, because you'll look at their film and you'll see, dude, they don't take the kind of risk that you take. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know what's a good comparison to Josh Allen, and a lot of people may not like this, but this is my comparison to Josh Allen. Him and Lamar Jackson are in the same boat at this point. And ain't it ironic that Josh Allen got paid? I think they got drafted in the same draft. And Josh Allen gets paid no questions asked. Lamar Jackson win a win a doggone MVP. He's still waiting. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's kind of screwed up. I ain't gonna speak on it, but you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, that's that good old boy system, man. We gonna move on from that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird right there. I don't think that, that's that. That you already you already know that's a topic for a different episode. <laughs> definitely, definitely, but. That's 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 one of them. That's one of them. Even if it's no cussing, that's one of them explicit episodes just based on what we we would be talking about. Yeah, I mean, and even a, a cat people, like a. A lot, uh, people, a lot of people would not like what we got to say about it. That's just the truth. I'm sorry, people. Like we we have our opinions just like everybody else. Definitely, definitely. But I mean, I'm just I'm just strictly just saying it. Just that's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Um, dude's an MVP, and he's literally. 
He said, I'm not worried about it. Like you just told me the other day, he's not worried about it. He's just trying to play football right now. And Yeah, this man, this man is focused on the, on the game. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, hey. Next up, Patriots at Jets. Is relevant who you got? I got the Patriots. Not relevant. The Patriots, if they don't win by a touchdown, it's a big problem. It's going to be – hey, i tell you this much. It's not relevant, but if the Patriots – Monday morning are 0-2, oh, it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a big problem. It's going to be a big problem. So, um, you you want to know what's crazy? Because I got it in my face too. Bro, this is probably the most underrated game next to – I'm going to put it to you like this. The best games I see this week – is well, no, I'm not gonna say them all because we're gonna get to the other ones. But this is one of the three best games I feel like up yeah, this week. Yeah, I got, the Niners, man. I got the Eagles at home. Yeah, I got the Eagles at home. Yep. Hey man, this is gonna this turned out to be a good list, man. We agreed on a lot more on a, on week one. There you go. Hey, you recording this? You getting you getting my picks now? Because you know I'm going to forget. See, that's why we don't gamble because. Yeah, that's why we don't gamble because you and I know real gamblers. How many time real, times real gamblers picks switch up? Than you think. Yeah, because they they're the ones that let the the outside opinions yeah, get in their head. The noise get to them, man. Yeah, exactly. They let the noise get I to them. Such and such got hurt, so that means they have to win this game. Exactly, exactly. That's not what that means because we we heard that the Ravens have five injuries in the last two weeks, and they still almost won that game. Like we're not gonna pretend like they couldn't have won that game. Yep. A lot closer than, than most people would have expected because they're just sitting there looking at it like, oh, man, Ravens lost a lot of players, torn ACLs all over the place. They were sitting there torn ACLs out like it was cake at a birthday party. Yeah. But, like, uh, you know, at the end of the day, they still came out and played a hard game. Yeah. All right, man. Next up, we got Raiders at the Steelers. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Steelers. And it is irrelevant. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a rock with the Steelers. That's one of the ones I don't think is relevant because I think if either one wins, they weren't supposed. If either one wins, I put it to you like this: if either one wins, they weren't supposed to be two and zero anyway. So you know, yeah, I don't see too many. Yeah, Broncos at the Jaguars. Uh, relevant and who you got? Definitely irrelevant. And I have. I'm going to rock with my boy Trevor, man. Yeah, I'm going to rock with him, too. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to be spontaneous like you. You more of the spontaneous one. Cam Newton in the next few days. (laughs) Yeah. I've noticed that, too. You more of the spontaneous one. I'll be trying to play it safe because I'm a conservative person at heart. But I'm going to stop doing that as much. Hey, man, moving on past. We got a few more games, man. Uh, Vikings at the Cardinals. You already know who I'm rocking with, bro. I gotta go. Yeah, with yeah, I'm rocking with them too. Yeah. Is that a relevant game to you? No, 
No. After I saw that performance by Minnesota, it's looking like another Minnesota-type game, honestly. Okay, then. Okay. Yeah. Falcons at Buccaneers. I know who you are. I know rocking, I'm rocking, I'm rocking with. with them, too. Yeah, after that performance against the Eagles, no, sir. If we lose, if it was, I'm going to be panicking just like New England going to be panicking if they 0-2. <laughs> look, man, I'm going to say it like this. Much as I don't like them, I'm rocking with the Buccaneers only because it's against the Falcons. <laughs> Hey. Right, man, Cowboys at Chargers, relevant and who you got? Oh, very relevant. Very, very, very relevant. And I have I have the Chargers. And I'm not trying to be a stifler. I'm not trying to be a Cowboy hater. But I think we got a they got a high off of that win. I mean, off of that win. Off of that almost win in Tampa Bay. And you're going on the road two weeks in a row. I think Herbert going to light their defense up. And I think I really believe that the Chargers defense is going to take them by surprise. They're going to kind of like pounce on them. I'm going to roll with the Cowboys. But I will say this, man. Cowboys, and y'all fans know this too. Your defense gotta be, your defense gotta be steak sauce in that game. Yeah, yeah. Like it gotta be steak sauce, man. Yeah. Because if, it, if it's not, like it's actually it's gonna happen exactly as you just said. You know, you gotta you gotta have a steak sauce defense. Yeah, you don't want to. I'm not saying I'm not saying it because you know I'm not gonna promote these people for free. <laughs> Look, I don't ever want to get caught up in, you know, um. Woulda, shoulda, coulda, and we're gonna be a problem. All of that, all of that stuff doesn't matter. You know, wins matter at the end of the day. You know, um, I'm pretty sure when we played y'all in the playoffs, y'all were the betting favorite. You know what I'm saying? And some things didn't go y'all's way, and y'all ended up losing. You know, so it's a reason for for things happening. You know what I'm saying? Like people forget these things. Like it, it, it ain't, it ain't something that just come up out of nowhere. You know. So, Cowboys, you have to start winning, and this is a must win. This is what they're not talking about. You talked about how oh we competed with the champs, and y'all know we gonna be a problem. That's cool. That's fine. That's dandy. But now you're stuck in a must win in week two. You see what I'm saying? Like, they're not thinking about these things. You have to think about these things. You go 0-2 going back home to whoever y'all play week three. That's not a good look. Because guess what? Oh, You're 1-2. and two. For sure. So. And and I want people to understand one thing about this that we're doing. The relevant and irrelevant typically is not going to be this long, people. It's because we cover in week two on it. I mean, but it this what they want to hear, bro. We talking about everybody team right now. Well, yeah, we was we was gonna do we was gonna do it regardless of if we did the relevant or irrelevant. I just felt like this was a good way to introduce that segment because we can we can go to that more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But three more, man. Uh, Titans at the Seahawks is it relevant? And who you got? Look, I actually while we were been talking about this, I wrote down the real bona fide games of this week. And um, it's the Rams, Colts, 
Miami, Buffalo, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Dallas Chargers, Seattle, Tennessee, and I'll leave the last one. You know what the last one is. But, um, yeah, this is definitely relevant. <laughs> this is definitely a must-watch. And I'm 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 straddling the fence about this one. You riding with Russ? I'm I'm a rock with Tennessee. Derrick Henry gonna have a a buck a buck plus for sure, for sure. He had fifty yards last week, so okay. He gonna he gonna <laughs> hey, something gonna go wrong. He gonna blow a tire, or he gonna go for a buck a buck plus. When that defense is not as non-existent as it was in that game, Russ gonna have a field day because you know Russell Wilson's problem that he made very public over the summer is that he's tired of being sacked. Yeah, and it seemed like uh, if you compare it to that game against the Cardinals, it seemed like Russell don't have to worry about getting sacked in that game. Yeah, I mean, um, he's poised to run all over this team. Russ, hey, Russ did his thing. Ain't nothing I could take away from Russ, what he did against them them Colts. But um, I've seen it too many times. I mean, dude. Who? I said the Colts definitely have a better defense than the Titans. For sure. But at the same time, too, we watched this same Russell uh, Wilson. I don't know why. Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook. That's probably the most mixed up name in sports history, probably. I've heard so many dudes, including myself, call Russell Westbrook, <laughs> Russell Wilson, and Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook. But um, yeah, man. Um We saw him do this last year. I mean, dude went off. Dude was the MVP front runner after week five last year, and it wasn't even close. But it just caught up to him. You feel me? The mistakes caught up to him. His line caught up to him. Everything caught up to him. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then you got a team like the Colts. I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts ended up with a better record than the Seahawks at the end of the season because they have a better line. You know what I'm saying? So, um, including one of the best linemen in, in the league in, in uh, uh, Quentin. So, okay, I, okay. I, um, I, I like. I like I like Russ. I like Russ just as much as you do. But it always seems to catch up with Seattle, man. When you don't have that legion of boom with you, you know what I'm saying? It, it it's tough, man. It's tough. Oh yeah, man. But I would not be surprised by any means if if you were right, you know. Oh yeah. But listen, these last two is probably in my eyes two of the biggest games of the week. Yeah. First, we got the Chiefs. At the Ravens, relevant or irrelevant, and who do you have? It's so relevant. It's so, 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 so relevant. But if I'm not mistaken, I believe the Chiefs played them at home last year and got that W. And that's what kind of worries me about this one. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those deals I feel like the Chiefs might have their number kind of deal. What do you think on it? I'm rocking with Lynette Nexon. 
Ah, uh, this guy. Okay, I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. It was in it was in Kansas City, but this is what threw me off. And this is what I hate about nowadays. Nowadays, you remember how when we was growing up in the NFL, the home team wore um the color of their team jersey, you know, the the red or the black or the white or the green or whatever they that's what they wore at home. And in the NBA, it was the opposite. You wore your white jerseys at home. Well, last year, yeah, yeah last year the Chiefs wore their white jerseys at home, kind of like the Cowboys do. So that's what threw me off, and the Ravens had on their black. But, um, yeah, they played in Kansas City last year, and if I'm not mistaken, let me take one more glance at it. This is what we need our producer, Greg. Bro, I'm going to put my foot in your black. <laughs> I believe it was like week two or week three or something. You know what I'm saying? It was early in the season. And the Chiefs, you know, they 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 handed it to them, you know. So um I got the Chiefs, man. I think the Ravens redeemed, the Ravens redeemed themselves. I hope, look, I hope you're right. Lamar has too much to lose, bro. He has too much to lose. He to definitely does. One of the first five games. Like he has to win. He has to he has to go. Three and two in the first five weeks. If he loses game, if he loses game, you know, dude, they they gonna he's gonna be trending Monday morning. Either way, if he win, if he lose, he gonna be trending Monday morning. Guaranteed. Sure, for sure. Guaranteed. Get to this last one, man. Yeah. And this is why I feel like I'm gonna go ahead and call this one relevant. And. In, in a few minutes, y'all will see why. Yeah. We got the Lions in Green Bay taking on Karen Rodgers and the Packers. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got? Hey. Hey, that's a shirt right there, bro. Come come for me, Karen. Come for me, Karen. I dare you to, bro. That's a shirt, dog. That's a shirt. Something that you didn't do when you played my team. He would light nothing up. Hey, that's a shirt, bro. Then he got the hair to match now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, Devon over here doing you bad, eh, Rod? I done did you bad in the past, but you do yourself bad. What's that? I'm going to rock with Karen, man. I'm going to rock with him. Yeah, you kind of got to go with him because he's playing Jared Goff. But I will say this. The only reason why it's relevant is because they lost to y'all. That's the only reason. Oh, I got another reason, bro. I got another reason why it's relevant. Yeah. I'm going to get it as soon as we done. I'm going to say this one thing, too. The only reason why it's relevant is, like I said, because they lost to y'all and because we all know we wouldn't be talking about this if they didn't lose to y'all. It would be like one of those deals like, why is the Sunday night game, because it's a Sunday night game, right? Or it's the Monday night game? This is Monday night, man. Yeah. Why Why is this the Monday night game? Kind of how I'm, why, why I'm asking, why is the Giants-Redskins the Thursday night game? You know what I mean? Like Washington football team. Oh, I'm sorry. The Washington football team. Why is the Washington football team? I, guys, I'm not doing that on purpose neither. I just – it just – I got it. Probably because Saquon Barkley is supposed to be possibly playing. Mm. Mm. 
Well, we'll see. And I like Saquon, but he's no Barry Sanders. He's no. You don't think he's turning that team around? Man, come on, bro. Come on. <laughs> Ain't nothing turning that team around except. Hey. Except. The hand of, uh, of the of the man up above. All right, Mr. Lou. Yes, sir. Now that we got our picks, we got our relevant games. Is there any other picks that you want to change? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Hold on one second. Pull him back up. Oh, I got him right here. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I got my upsets. Hey, gambling people out there, if you out there making pits, picks, pits, making picks, picking your picking the favorites, dude, just just throw your throw your card away, throw your stop. yeah, yeah, just stop. stop, stop. It's a surprise every week. Stop. But um, yeah, yeah, I got my upsets in. I'm good, bro. You don't stop. Aaron gonna show up and say a person in his. Stature to be able to tell you whether or not you can gamble or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Picks. All right, everybody, you heard it here first on the Devon Lucio picks are locked in. They locked in. So they submitted. There will be no changing of the picks, regardless of the situation. I'm glad you said that because you know, if y'all don't know, Devon watches because we're fans of uh, we're fans of this. We don't we don't listen to our show all day and just. You know, uh, gloat about our own stuff or none of that. We're not them kind of people. We we listen and we learn. He watches the the Jalen and Jacoby show as well as a lot of other things, and I watch uh, like Rob Parker and and um, Chris Broussard all the time. And uh, one thing I noticed about Chris Broussard, this is the only dude, and I love Chris Broussard. He my man, but um, bro, this dude and you the NBA dude, so you can relate to this. You know we. I, you said that the Nets wasn't going to win. I said they was going to win it, right? And we stuck to that, right? Yeah. This dude literally, he does his predictions like this. Okay, I got the Nets winning the championship. As soon as the playoff starts and he starts to see how things unfold and how things are going, he want to pick somebody else. And I'm like, bro, that's not the point. <laughs> like... It's not the point. So, I mean, live with your predictions. These dudes act like it's money on the line. Their reputation's on the line. We've heard people say dumber things. You know what I'm saying? So, stick with your pick. Look, it's okay. The biggest, one I hate, man, the biggest one I hate is I got this team winning, barring all injuries. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. They gonna win unless this person or these people get injured. Then I got somebody else. I can't stand that one, bro. I can't stand. Hey, then was the same people picking the Eagles when they had the quote unquote dream team. Remember that? Mm -hmm. They had the dream team. Namdi Asamoah. Um, who else was on that squad? Lasante Samuel. The list goes on and on and on. Michael Vick, on and on and on and on and on. Just a plethora of talent. Andy Reid, that coach. I don't even think they made the playoffs. So, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah, man. Injuries happen. <laughs> this is why that in the 
do what? I posed my yesterday. Hey, we saw how bad Aaron Rodgers there to play. He's there because he has a contractual obligation to be there. And he's Yeah. Most definitely. You there, Devon? You was kind of breaking up. Lost the mind there for a little bit, y'all. You there, bro? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, now nah, I can hear you. What 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 did what was the last thing you heard uh, about Aaron Rodgers? How he, you know, he, um, I guess he's. It, I think you were saying he's somewhat a part of the problem too. Let me see if I can get to a spot real quick. And I mean, hey, you know, if you don't want to be somewhere, you're an aging quarterback. You're you're a great quarterback, but you're an aging quarterback. But hey, I mean, I guess do do whatever you gotta do. That. Nah, you fine. I don't know what what was going on, but I lost service in my room, so I had to get up and leave. Yeah. But let me just pose the question again. I posed this question to you the other day, saying that he's they lost to the Saints, and it was very bad. Was Aaron Rodgers there to play, or was he there because he had a contractual obligation? And I ask that because if Aaron Rodgers goes out and loses to the Lions, we can almost for certain say that he's just showing up because he's contractually obligated to do so. And it's like he almost has no interest in actually winning another game in a Green Bay uniform. And if they win the game and it has nothing to do with him, doesn't matter because he showed up. He was contractually obligated to be there. Yeah. And it's like he's just trying to get out. Yeah, I, so I agree. On that? I mean, I agree. I mean, his body language. I don't think we've ever seen a quarterback that you can read his body language as easy as you can read Aaron Rodgers. And he, you know, what's funny about people like that. They think that we can't see it. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, I know we talk about Breeze and Brady all the time, but of course, you know, Brady gets a lot more angry than most quarterbacks, but it's a good angry. It's a F that I want to win angry. You know what I mean? Breeze, you can't, you don't know when he's losing or when he's winning. You know what I'm saying? Because he's so. I mean, remember last year, I, I told you it was a very specific moment last year that Drew Breeze lost his cool. And I was like, yo, I, I, I called, I was like, yo, that's the first time I've seen Drew really get upset about something. Yeah. I mean, the dude is, he's mild mannered. I mean, Peyton Manning. You know, you don't see Peyton Manning on the sideline throwing the surface around or. Throwing a clipboard around, you know what I mean? Yeah. Great poker faces. Yeah, great poker faces. I hate to be at the table with these guys. Aaron Rodgers, it's no rallying him. That's the problem. 
There's no rallying him. There's no, okay, we down. F that. Let's come back. I seen that in Pat Mahomes. And that's what made me not be some kind of, you know, like Pat Mahomes hater. Because that dude, I watched that dude, I watched that dude down 24 points against the Texans. You know what I'm saying? When he scored, you you remember? When he scored that first touchdown, everybody that knows any little bit about football knew that it was over, including uh, um, Bill O'Brien, including Deshaun Watson. They all knew in the back of their heads it was over. You let him come back. It's comparable to like, like if we if we switch, if we put it if we compared it to the basketball world, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna use my team for this example. It's comparable to like when you see a Steph Curry or a Clay Thompson hit one of those deep shots and they down by some points. Yeah, down by twenty. You know, you're like, oh, oh, nah, like nah, they going into the it's about to be halftime. You know, yeah, bro. They used to say the Warriors, the Warriors, third quarter Warriors was the thirty first team and it was a, was the last team in the NBA. Like, yeah. You know, Y'all go into any kind of quarter down 10 points, you better hit the panic mode as hard as you can. <laughs> like, because if you see, if you see Steph or Clay, you better beat that mug in. Like, we saw, we saw Clay Thompson hit 60 on 11 dribbles. You know what I'm saying? We saw Steph just last year, we saw Steph Curry have multiple. I mean, you remember that flurry of games where Steph was just everywhere. That's what, yeah. that's what that Pat Mahomes reminds me of. Like, Agree, like, nah, man. We not we not finna get out here and lose like this. Absolutely not, and just completely demolish the competition. Agree, completely agree. If I'm not mistaken, Steph was the reason we was even battling for a playoff spot last year. Exactly, exactly. Look, the last the thirty games of the season, we wasn't looking at no playoffs. It was like, oh, looks like it's another high draft year for us. <laughs> no, nah, Steph wasn't having it though, man. Obviously, we didn't make it, but it was still great to watch. Just like when Pat Mahomes made that miraculous comeback, it was great to watch. Definitely, man. You you didn't if you didn't enjoy it, you ain't a fan, you know. So, but I will say this, man. I will say this. These also this also poses those questions about Aaron Rodgers. Like at this point, is he just in it for the money? Is he in it for the competition? Is he in it to win it? You know, because of his attitude, you have people who have legitimate reasoning as to why they're asking these questions. He's in it. He's in it to say I was the best to ever do it, and he knows in the back of his head he can win three straight Super Bowls starting today and. They're never going to do that. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers could do that based on talent alone. That's the sad part. But do what? Talent isn't the only thing. Went like you said, like winning, winning Super Bowls and stuff. He has the talent to. I completely disagree. I completely disagree, and this is why, bro. Aaron Rodgers is a prime example, and it's funny you brought up your team because there's a certain unselfishness that goes. Or, or, or you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a a good disease that goes around y'all's organization. When you're a cancer, the the Warriors. Okay, okay, you know what I mean. Like a, a sense of you know what Steph Curry being like. You know, I don't care if I'm the best player on my team. 
I just want to win. Aaron Rodgers don't got that in him. He wants to win and be the main reason why you win. And that should show kids that that don't work. But I don't know. Um, it's a selfish mindset, man. It's yeah. Selfish mindset. One out of ten times if you're lucky. Today, oh, I could be the best person on my team. I'm, hey, even in these high schools and stuff, I'm, I'm, the best, I'm the best high school football player in the state of Texas. But my team don't win nothing. Exactly. Like, that, it don't mean nothing. Like, you the best for what? Like, it don't – that's why I was That's why I was alluding to. I said, I feel like his talent is enough, but it doesn't only take talent to win or get to that level and win a Super Bowl. It takes a lot more than just talent. Who's more talented? You know. Who's more talented, Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Okay, Aaron Rodgers. Great, great answer because you're right. I'm going to tell you this. Good – who got more Super Bowls? They got the same. Point point proven. <laughs> your talent okay. is but your geez. talent is worth pennies in the NFL. And, and that and that's the crazy part, you know, that you bring it up because Drew Brees obviously also had enough talent to get the Super Bowl, but he didn't only rely on his talent to win that game. Say, say, I'm a so many more other factors that went into them winning that Super Bowl. Hey, I'm gonna hurt them Karen Rodgers and and uh Green Bay Green Bay Slacker fans. Look, Aaron Rodgers has been to the same amount of Super Bowls as Matt Hasselback, Rex Grossman, Nick Foles. The list goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> Nick Foles. Nick Foles Nick Nick played better than, than than Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. How about that? Mm-hmm. Hey, Nick Foles, first QB to uh, throw and receive a touchdown in the Super Bowl, man. Yeah. Tom Brady played better than Aaron Rodgers in any of his Super Bowls, and he lost. Mm-hmm. How about that? So, it's a big one, man. It's a big one. Hey. Hey, man. Hey. Whoa. Whoa. Hold on. You know. Hey, man. For my for my Karen Rogers fans, hey, chill out, chill out. It's, <laughs> I, it does it does baffle me, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. It does baffle me when I when I hear people that are like, oh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Aaron Rodgers, this and that. I'm like, why? I just personally, I've never liked the dude just off of his attitude alone. Never, I will never dispute whether or not he's a talented or one of the greatest quarterbacks. I'm not going to dispute that, but his attitude is what does. It's the attitude for me, man. That everybody posting a little mean. It's the such and such for me. Karen Rogers, it's the attitude for me, bro. Hey, next episode, our objective is to get that sound bite of him talking about a player of the stature of, of me. It's gonna be easy. We'll get it. But um, yeah, we need oh, to get man. that. We need to hey, get man, that. You got anything else? You got anything else you want to tell the people, man? Nah, man. Um we got a lot more coming um, next episode. I told Devon that this would take up the whole show. I was hoping that I was wrong and I was right and I hate it because we didn't get to touch on a lot more that we have to touch on. But, you know, um, it never stops with us, so I'm not fire, tripping. Man. The next one is fire. Yeah, next one going to be even more fire, more topics. And, you know, everybody want to hear about the NFL right now. So, you know, can't go wrong. And we still mixed in some NBA there at the end, so you know. I feel like it's cool. I feel like it's cool when we can, when you can, you can throw in certain 
different aspects of certain sports or different thing aspects of entertainment when we talking about certain stuff. The comparisons for me is 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 a lot easier to explain or compare certain things when you use those particular comparisons. Like the Patrick Mahomes saying, Hey, this is like when Steph lit up for fifty points. Like when Clay lit up for sixty. Like after that it was over. Yeah. But man, I think it's about time we wrap it up. Uh Yes sir. Catch us catch us next time hooping with the president, former president, Barack Obama. Donald Trump will be our biggest cheerleader. <laughs> bro, he going to jail, <laughs> bro. <laughs> hey, he going to have to hey, hey. Don't drop that dial, buddy. Y'all see how fast I'm trying to sign off. Hey, don't drop that Irish spring, bro. <laughs> hey, man. We can't play that on the show, man. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, bro, it is what it is, bro. Hey, what? Hold on, hold on now. We can't we can't say that. Look, ain't nothing that we could possibly say. I said the F bomb the other day. Ain't nothing touching what he done said. Am I am I not right? Nah, the F bomb is still pretty high up there, man. <laughs> it's up there with what that man done said. And I ain't even oh, no Trump hater. I thought you were talking about I thought you were talking about something that I said. No, 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 no. And 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 listen, listen, folks. I'm not no Trump hater. I'm not no Trump lover. I don't like none of them. But I'm just saying, ain't nothing that I could possibly say on the air that is worse than what that man done said. That's all I'm saying. Let's sign off. Let's sign off on this, man. It's just simple locker room banter. What's that? That's all it is. Locker room banter. I'm gonna explain this to you. Oh yeah. But we're gonna look, man. I'm gonna just let you know right now. Anybody who listens knows exactly what I just said and why I just said it. Yeah. But it's just locker room banter. It's so up me, It's your boy Lou. Hey, 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 Trump, bro, Trump. Don't drop the soap because you're gonna run into the soap goat. It's hey, your boy man. Lou. <laughs> we signing off, man. We out of here, y'all. Y'all have a good night.